to positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. story again yeah do the do the noise <laughs> well the noise I, I if i done this on mic before it will just no. matter no one's it gonna be like oh, i've heard this before <laughs> well, I'm, Bored. i want people to brace for it because it is quite disgusting from what i hear all right well trigger warning. Right, trigger warning if you have um what's that disorder uh mesophilia is that it? Where the I noises, don't know. Certain mesothelioma. If, if you have plaque psoriasis, please be very <laughs> careful with today's show. There's certain people who are disturbed by noises to a greater degree than others, especially like yeah. eating. I like think my it's girlfriend. Misophonia. If you are like Andrew's that. girlfriend, turn off this yeah. podcast. Just a good rule in general, too. We're gonna but, talk all about our wild nights on the town. But I have a talent, few talents. One of them is making this noise. It's wonderful. His Adam's apple moves when he does it. It's disgusting. Yeah. That's that's an incredible gift you have there, son. Thank you. Okay, and then what happened when you did that? Oh, so I uh as I've been established I went, went to clown school. Yes. Did an intensive course with Philippe Gallier recently. <laughs> Hillary Clinton's personal clown. Yes. Uh <laughs> on her TV show. He's not a nice man. <laughs> uh and, and it was interesting with that. Because they didn't show the class. I think they actually did the class, and I would pay so much to see what that actually was what like. What noises can you make? Yeah. Well, he, he just rips you apart. Like, he gives you... He bangs a gong, and and after you're... Like, he I bet they had don't. Secret Service there, and they're like, if you bang a gong at Hillary Clinton, we're going to shoot you dead. <laughs> you tell her she is excellent clown. <laughs> Wait, but wait. they, uh, Boy, I get made that guy French. he'll give you like two seconds to make everybody laugh. And if you don't, um, do it, then he'll bang the gong. <sighs> and so it's, it's very tough. Oh. Um, but one of the only things I did that he liked was, yep. And I also did this thing with my neck because he was like, dude, be grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a cockroach. Wait, so how did he respond when you did it? Like yes, more. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to do it with a girl playing just... violin at the same time. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. That's weird, man. It, it makes me think of a uh, turkey. The turkey when you do yeah. it. Yeah, okay. it is a gobble-like uh, activity. A gobble-like activity. Um, Speaking of clowns, and then the other one is giving wild head. Yeah, you kind of just. It, sound it like sounds it. like you're doing a gross joke Ugh, about I hate that. that. Yeah, it sounds like you doing that voice is probably why I, I hate it. Yeah, well, maybe because I can, I need to turn off the pornography when I hear the. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's just in his bathroom asking himself, "Where am I? Clown school? <laughs> Come on!" Yeah, cracking well, up over well, here. That's, that that sound is like it's actually painful. Or it, it yeah, it, it's I one of those know what it is that is taken off in the world of pornography. It's <laughs> alarming from a sociological point of view. If you were yeah. studying yeah. porn as a reflection of things and trying to figure out what's going on in society, everyone people cannot get enough of that noise. 
Or step-siblings. Yeah. (laughs) Which is a wild thing for the adult audience of porn to be so into. Uh (laughs) My theory on this is that there's a guy who's in charge of, like, giving those statistics out, and that's his thing. Yeah. So every year he's like, oh, everyone loves step porn. It's totally normal. I don't know if that... We've talked about this on this podcast, or I've just heard this somewhere else, but there is a a real logic to it of... uh, Porn before being a lot of times about uh, a whole genre being the girl next door, the neighbor girl, the neighbor boy, the pizza man, someone you uh, have a peripheral relationship with who appears for but a moment and tantalizes you. Uh But as the world becomes more insular and everyone's stuck more in their own little bubble, you don't even see the neighbor girl. You don't even see the neighbor boy. All you see is your stepsister. Your own family. So so all you have to jack (laughs) off to now is like, what if I went in the other room? (laughs) Wouldn't that be everything for I'm trying to get it on some level because oh, yeah, the key, sick the key is that. That's, <laughs> I mean, that happens, right? There's, there's that movie. It's a uh, noise people make. Lone Star State of Mind is a pretty good movie, um, and that the main character is um, in love with his step sibling, and it's like kind of a fun little joke. But it's, it happens in real. It makes sense. If you see people of the same age. Cruel Intentions is based on a real story. It happened in real life. Oh yeah. No. Okay. Oh, it did. They found cocaine in that one. Hot ass Michelle Geller movie. Sarah Michelle Geller. Sorry. Love Cruel Intentions. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um. Um, Yeah. Oh, but um, already the 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 step bro porn thing. Well, okay. Wait, do you have a point? Sorry, I mean to cut you off. I spaced out. I forgot what it was. Back to Turkey. Like it's not that weird if you think about it. Like, because two people who are the, the, oh, sa- oh, the same age. Oh, wait, this was my hot take. Isn't it kind of like a Shakespearean comedy in a way? Yeah. Where <laughs> there's like a great summer rejoicing, and even our own families are making families. Uh-huh. It is a spirit of rejuvenation. Families making families. Families I mean, making families. That's, that's divorce, what the Nutcracker's about. <laughs> divorce has gotten... Not the play, the toy. I mean, I guess there there were more <laughs> divorces than we remember in like the 60s and stuff. But divorce is pretty common. And so this is probably a very common fantasy for yeah. many people. Blink-182 made a very sad song about it. Oh, I yeah? think what's going on... Is that what Adam's song is about? No, no. Okay, so the beginning of <laughs> Stay Together for the Kids music video. This is very funny to me every time I see it as a, like, black screen, like they're going to, like, recap the Rwandan genocide to you or something, and it goes, 50% of American marriages end in divorce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <funny>. Okay. <laughs> so serious. And then a very sad song about divorce, which is sad, but it is funny to just do it in that font. Anyway, yeah. Man, that thing where divorce is, like, supposed to be that tragic is kind of funny to me. I don't think I... When I was a kid, I remember my parents talked about getting divorced and some shit, and they would just sit down and be like, now, we just want to prepare you. And I'd be like, I don't fucking care. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone I know whose parents are divorced. Jake is going to grow up eating cum. Is that what you want? (laughs) Yeah, dad. That happened because you stayed together. There's a thing now with uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen are getting divorced and um no. she bought uh, 50% <laughs> of the marriages <laughs> she bought a mansion right down the street from him it's actually across a like canal or uh or like body of water they're like it's across know. the Charles River yeah like they're Two on houses the same across the Charles basically well it's in it's in Tampa Bay so i guess it's on <laughs> parts of the bay but oh, it, but I, it was reported like <laughs> it was reported as like 
what a psycho. She's moving in right across the bay from her ex-husband so she can spy on him like the great yeah. But no, it's because they're rich and they can afford, they can both Yeah, she doesn't want to move is what it right. is. Right, <laughs> and it's also because they're rich and they, they can like actually um, invest in their kids and make sure their kids can like just skip, you know, just go take a little boat journey for five minutes to their mom's house. That is, I think, the hardest part of uh, being divorced with kids is you got to ferry them back and forth. Right. That's one of those things where, like, if housing wasn't so scarce and shit and we all just were able to take advantage of everything, like, I think a lot of people would do that. Yeah. I would do the fuck out of that. If we all lived on the snow, Piercer, so you could just go from car to car. If I, I like, ever got, like, married or something, I, but I, I wouldn't, like, I don't like cohabitating with people I'm in a relationship with. I've had the multiple relationships just blow up as soon as that happens. Mm. If I had a lot of money, I'd be like, let's just get houses next to each other. It would be very fun. <laughs> cool, you know? You could do like the Wilson thing and then be, then you have a little hole lower so you can... Oh, Wilson on home improvement. Yeah. Oh, not, I keep over the fence. Sorry. To cast away. <laughs> not Castaway Wilson, home improvement Wilson. And you're looking over the fence and you're like, who's that? Oh, my husband. <laughs> yeah. I only but, see his hat. But then she got confused and she did Castaway Wilson. So oh, she's no. got the volleyball and you're like, no, we were going to do this thing where I looked over the fence and then put my dick through the hole in the fence. Yeah. I've been oh, cheating on you with Wilson the volleyball. Yeah. And it would get confusing. You're right. It can never work. Home improvement update. Uh, they're going to redo it, and Wilson turns out he's a mass murderer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. This might be the longest we've ever made it without um, introducing ourselves or getting to the point. It's the I don't weekend think that's true. after Thanksgiving. It's nine minutes. Yeah, you're right. We've gone longer. We just haven't introduced the show before. We've just done ones where we do the whole thing, and then we're like, who knows what this was? It's the weekend after Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You've heard the episode so far. It's going to be like this the whole time. It's raining outside. It's kind of a sleepy one. Anders hasn't slept in four days. Anders hasn't slept uh, in four days. Anders, do you have a theory as to why you haven't slept in so long? I think so. I think it's like uh, if you miss, if I missed it one night, right? Because I was sleeping in my parents' apartment. It's very like cramped and uh, it's like couch bed. Pull out couch. And... Then you would think that the next night, because uh, that happens sometimes, you miss one night, and the next night it's like, let's sleep city. We're going to make up for lost time and immediately get tired. But it's kind of like, I find, being pee shy, where you work yourself up in your head about like, oh, I got to pee now. I got to Oh, because you have an anxiety about it? I think so. Yeah. I think it's like, well, now I have to sleep. And there's like, I put pressure on myself to fall asleep. And then it becomes like a... It's know. really weird because looking at you, I mean, you look a bit bushed, but I wouldn't put you as like four days off of any sleep. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, was, I mean, it's... You're I've also been like in... making sense and finishing full sentences. Or at least as round as much as usual. Sandwich fire hydrant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think it's kind of... Uh, uh, you jinxed me. God damn it. Um, I, I, oh yeah. I think you just need to lie there and you'll be better off than, cause I've done the all nighter thing where I just haven't even tried and you feel ex really exhausted. But if you just lie there with your eyes closed and you know, I've gotten five minute glimpse into my dream realm, uh, maybe longer than that. Has there any there. been any major changes to your diet or? Turkey, I don't know. I don't know what's the going on. I took, I took, uh, 
But Turkey, I've been Googling this, does not, and this is Turkey. a myth Turkey. that it's probably been busted nope. for a lot of our no. listeners before. We're talking but Turkey. Turkey actually contains a similar level of tryptophan to chicken. And chicken doesn't necessarily make you that tired. So it's like a big lie that it we've is. all been living is that Turkey will put you to sleep. I don't know where the myth came from. Seinfeld. Sorry, I just started playing this uh, accidentally, but since it's playing, we should transition. Oh, I don't is that have any point where to he... make? Everyone, <laughs> shut up! God love you. Nine and a half million turkeys. I tell you what, that's like some of the countries I've been to. <laughs> what? Anyway, you want to talk? <laughs> when he says you want to talk, he takes the microphone. And then he looks at the turkey, and then he puts the, the mic in the turkey's face. That was President Joe Biden pardoning a turkey, <laughs> if you couldn't tell by that nonsense paragraph that the president just said. Old man president is something that has not stopped being funny for me, and I don't think will ever stop being funny for me. <laughs> it was funny when it was Donald Trump. It's funnier somehow as Joe Biden. I think because he has less, like, rapid, like... <laughs> Uh, wet brain than Donald Trump has. He just mm -hmm. has like, like a like a like uh, like an Alzheimer's kind of thing. Like he's just like slipping in and out of remembering where he is. Whereas Donald Trump was just like free associating word by word. It's two different flavors. You see that clip where somebody mashed up Trump going Obama. He puts an <laughs> N in there. Obama, and then it cuts to I think it's. Uh, Biden saying the word Minnesota, but they cut off the Minnesota. Minna. It's just him. Yeah. It's, they cut off it, so it's Obama soda. <laughs> <laughs> it really is the best version because okay, so you can't uh, you can't tamper with the machine, right? You're gonna get the the broken uh, uh, ideologue uh, party machine man, uh, no matter how you shake the electoral. Uh, apparatus in America, sure, and it's going to be upsetting and disappointing in its own ways, sure. Having someone who does not remember where they are doing it is a really soothing way to approach living under uh, a nightmare system this way. You know what I mean? Like, the old man who's confused is really funny to me on a regular basis yeah it's like he can't hurt us that bad if he doesn't know what he's doing well it's, it's yeah. kind of like how can i stay mad at you <laughs> right. you're handing a turkey a microphone right now oh, i just don't know what to do with you he says listen to him god love you nine and a half million turkeys What's i'll tell mean? you what that's like some of the countries i've been to <laughs> <laughs> it is like some of those anyway but what you don't notice <laughs> The problem is you laughed at a good key point in the timing of this, which is that no one laughs. laughs. He's bombing. Well, they're confused, sense. but I've heard it before, so I know what's happening, and it's very funny. That's like some of the countries I've been to, and that's the punchline where he's expecting a big laugh, and then everyone's just like, what? Nine okay. and a half million. He could have said, what it. is this, New York City? <laughs> and that would have been good. That's around that's around New York City's population, I think. I think it's confusing because it sounds like he's trying to make a joke about the country Turkey. Yeah, that's where my mind uh, initially went to. But I think he's saying like, I'm not going to say which country, but uh, I'm not going to say what people or uh, what race they were. Comedy masterclass. How do we fix Joe Biden's turkey joke? <laughs> Listen to the him play it off, though. It's so funny. Some of the countries I've been to. 
And they, anyway, <laughs> you want to talk? <laughs> he tries to pass it to the turkey. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway is a great recovery. That line, is an old person all. thing. I definitely uh, noticed anyway. when they they kind of catch themselves. <laughs> yeah, just, out the anyway. who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when an old person is like laughing and they can tell that they don't make any sense. So. Yeah. What if they said, okay, um, nine and a half million turkeys? That's <sighs> harder. It's easier said than done. You know, I don't think right. they should really. You need a someone to. They have comedy writers at yeah. the White House who sit and punch this stuff up or just write it. Uh, the last time I spared a turkey, it was with my bold actions commanding NATO. Nine and a half nice. million turkeys. The number seems a little high, don't you think? <laughs> I don't I think it I happened, but understand. if it did, it was good. I'm <laughs> Joe Biden. Is that the number of turkeys that are sold every Thanksgiving? What does that mean? Oh, that's also a good question. What the fuck was he talking about? Yeah. I think it's the number of slaughtered turkeys, but this one's getting pardoned, is what he's saying. Also, don't think about... Um, the food agriculture system it's really <laughs> it's gonna ruin your your uh, turkey enjoyment did you see PETA's thing this year their meme they always do disturbing isn't it a turkey carving up a man well it's a family of turkeys carving up a little man oh it's a little man with his little white ass sticking yeah. out and he's he's looking up like no yeah. <laughs> they always not my ass like, <laughs> it's clear that they're just going to deviant art and finding like vor fetish shit. <laughs> they need they need a better illustrator Ah, the illustrations are like well done. It's this, just what they're drawing. That's th weird. Is it supposed to be funny though? <laughs> like, aren't they it's making to make like you a think. It's supposed to be like a Banksy thing? Isn't, yeah, it's supposed to be yeah. like a point, like a like a like it's upsetting. <laughs> it's not supposed to be so funny. They're like, what? <laughs> the if? little man is so funny. <laughs> yeah, he's so small <laughs> compared to the turkey. His eyes are real. Like, here we go again. And then Pita. the turkey mom is pregnant, which is like an interesting detail. That's right, because she's like kind of anthropomorphic. Another one so on like, the way. Did she make a little man? <laughs> or like, or... I think he had sex with the mama turkey, impregnating <laughs> yeah. her on the spot. And then when Papa Turkey came home, he said, "I know what we're doing with this uh, yeah. chicken." That's I what think, I'm trying to watch, man. I think PETA should do a Yes Man style stunt where they swap out Biden's Thanksgiving speeches so he talks about this. <laughs> and so he's like, imagine if like turkeys were eating you, man. Nine <laughs> millions of you getting eaten by turkey. I've Hell. been to some countries that are nine million people. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> your old carrot stuffed up your butt. <laughs> Look like you're in Vietnam. <laughs> Oh, yeah. turkeys were running the Viet Cong. You wonder that? <laughs> it is, because, like, this is what you sign up. This is what I think people like him want to become president to do, is the bullshit. Is yeah. The, the ceremony. Part, yeah, the ceremony, the part in the turkey, this correspondence <laughs> dinner. But he's just too Sorry. old for any of it, right? The whole right. point of his presidency isn't really him, the, the, the persona. So much. I mean, I guess in a way it is. But uh, that's not, he's, he's, it's got to be it. disappointing. Yeah. He's looked forward to pardoning a turkey his entire life, and then he gets there, and he's just like, when's dinner? Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. was like, in 1982, he was watching Reagan do this and being like, oh, man, Should've if I was in there, me. I would have been killer at I, pardoning I'd say that turkey. This, this, I this turkey destroyed. committed an assault. 
Yeah. I'd say. And then we'd all laugh. Are you saying that there's kind of like an ironic like ending to his career? And yeah. That it's like a, an O. Henry story or something? Like, kind of. It's like a Twilight He got zone. exactly what he wanted, but, but he he's too old to enjoy it. But there was really. time now. Like he broke his glasses. He yeah. broke his brain. Yes. And now he can't do the pardoning the turkey thing the way he wanted right. to. He broke the glasses of his brain, and now he's president of the United States. A tale as old as time. Uh, did you see? Why would you have? But uh, did you, did you see him calling into the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? No. Okay, so uh, they have the most wonderful parade in New York City, the Big Apple every I year. I call it the Macy's Thanksgiving Gay Charade. Come on! <laughs> I meant to say day. Did not you gay. Say, it's a gay <laughs> charade. The Macy's Thanksgiving Gay <laughs> Charade. <laughs> Where do you no get off saying something like that? <laughs> I just say day. I'm sorry. He hasn't slept in four days. You can't even tell. Well, there's this wonderful parade they do. Uh, sure. Brought to you by the Macy's Corporation. Not in my opinion. And uh, they have a Snoopy float, and uh, they have. It seems like they just make up names of people they bring on the street. And they're like, we got Trent Flotsner. And then like an 18-year-old comes on. And he's like, hey, everybody, I can't wait to be in Baloops, too. And then like a crowd cheers. Uh, anyway, uh, Joe Biden calls into this thing. <laughs> and I'm he sure like thanks the troops or whatever. Uh, it's kind of unrelated to the thing. Goku is waiting behind him. Oh, this is big for you. <laughs> <laughs> they have the big blue Goku they've had for four years, and it is just waiting for Joe Biden to shut the fuck up, and he will not stop stealing <laughs> Goku's thunder. It is unacceptable. Did he understand what Goku was? I, 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 he probably I, has he, no I idea. gotta assume he called in at that time for a reason. Oh, they got the Gucko here. <laughs> <laughs> gecko. Geico Gecko. Oh, he's, oh he's a man now. Okay. He was in the war, you know. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. how it was back then. Oh, no, you can say it now. It's the name of the character. <laughs> <laughs> he's Super Saiyan God. My, uh, my, Super uh, Saiyan. He does look kind of like the old man in Dragon Ball Z. He's Master Roshi? Roshi? Yeah. They call him Master Roshi. <laughs> Carried a cane around. His friends the turtle. Want to sniff, sniff woman's underwear? Go to live on an island. You had to go, go live there. The way you did it back then. You know, it was Simpler always... time. You lived on a tiny island by yourself. <laughs> Trained a young man to fight You got two aliens. boys live with you. You make them do chores. You show them a wave. You show them a powerful wave. Comes out <laughs> of their hands. Use it to get more women back there. You know, it was always the disappointment for me. Mr. Popo was down the street. <laughs> there was nothing wrong with that back then. He was just, we just called him Popo. He didn't even have the mister yet. <laughs> Go ahead, Anders. Maya, Maya, Maya. <laughs> what do they charge up with? Maya, Maya, Maya. No, Maya. you sound like Biden trying to explain uh, Dragon Ball Z right now with how you don't. With how you do not know of their famous beam. What do they call it? Maya, Maya, Maya? <laughs> You know that's not what it's called. They the word you're looking for is Kamehameha. Kamehameha. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Mina Kamehameha. I am Soda. greatly enjoying this. They just charge up by going. Yeah, I think they realized it was actually less cool when he says the full word Kamehameha out loud. Come, because it's really? well, it's kind of cringe, isn't it? That Goku has to say his signature move. And that if he really? was really cool, he would just think it and it would happen. It is oh. really corny when anime characters will say the name of their thing while they're doing it. 
So well, sometimes sh- it's really cool, but it has to be like the way you do it. And if you have to yell it out loud, it sucks. Yeah. Like Shazam. Yeah, yeah, like Shazam is a good example of a guy who sucks. Uh, Where people should do that differ. in real fights. And his name is not Shazam. Yeah, Shazam yes, he just, sucks. That's what he bro. says. He can't. It can't be his name. You're this selling is, over it's, Shazam. It's a paradox here because so they don't know what to call the character. I thought they were going to make more sequels, and I'm disappointed that they did Black Adam instead. But they don't know what to call the character because his name in the comics is Captain Marvel. But Marvel Comics, in like the 70s, I think, their lawyer was like, you should create a character called Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel had been out of commission for a little bit just to fuck with DC Comics because they owned the rights to what was And they did it, and it's Brie Larson. Yeah, it's Brie Larson. And so now they come out with a superior character, but uh, a movie about... You can't say that! And... It's called Shazam. He his name can't be Shazam because people ask you what's your name, and then he says it, and his he either turns back into a little boy, or he can tell you what song you're listening to. <laughs> <laughs> he knows all the songs. He can he can hear anything you're listening to at the bar. He'll tell you right away. That's Toxic by Britney Spears, starring Vigo Mortensen. Um, but oh yeah, Thanksgiving Day Parade. Used to watch it. I grew disappointed with it after Jackie Chan Adventures. We're speaking of cartoons. Remember Jackie Chan Adventures? I do, in fact. Jackie um, Chan's anime. Saturday mornings, you'd watch it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> they would do... They couldn't they had all way. kinds of Gokus on TV. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. think of a way to make it not incredibly racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what... Yeah. Uh, that's probably what he would describe anime as. If you just showed him oh. any anime, he'd be like, it's cartoon Jackie Chan. and he'd be right in a way (laughs) but in the first episode i think it's the first episode some of the coolest shit i've ever seen in a cartoon is they they are fighting on the macy's thanksgiving day uh balloons with ninjas they're jumping from balloon to balloon and you know slicing and from the punching Yeah, they're on this. I don't know if they can use Snoopy, but they're on Off a bunch to of the these, Grinch. Yeah, and after that, it's like I want to see that in real life. You're just these balloons are just floating there. There's nobody on them, fighting, doing acrobatics. Yeah, maybe if there was some kind of pitched battle on top of these, things. right? More like I the mean, Macy's Thanksgiving Gay Charade. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, that's funny. <laughs> Thank you. I you want to use that? I just made that up. That's all on my so own. funny. I oh mean, we could God. do it here. Qatar killed. Nearly 7,000 people. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. Far less than that would die with it with acrobatic, balloon acrobatics. Sure. Wait, is that what uh, Biden meant when he said, like, 95 million turkeys? <laughs> this is like some countries I've been to. Was he talking about the... Was he, was he calling being, the dead people turkeys is the question. Maybe. About, he's an activist for Qatar. For Qatar. Oh, okay. He... The He's calling people. them turkeys because they died making the World Cup stadium <clears throat> mm-hmm. when good. they should have lived to see the great games. That's a great point. <laughs> Sorry to all those people, by the way. I was not involved. Yeah, how did they die? Heat stroke? That's fucked I up. I assume so. I don't, so. Know, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure many different varieties of ways, but... Uh, how do you kill that many people in modern times that's building equipment? Like, there's crazy. machines... Are they like holding the bricks in place while like a hammer smashes into them or something? Someone's got to operate the machines. And it's like scorching hot. (laughs) It's like they had, usually the World Cup is in summer. 
It's got to just be slave conditions too. Yeah. Not like food and shelter and stuff like that. Right. It's a bad situation. <laughs> I'm against it. Same. Yeah. This is why Six. we've boycotted the World Cup this year. None yeah, of us are going to go performing. Yeah. 6,500 people dead. You can't even drink a beer. Come yeah, on, what folks. The fuck. At least let me drink a beer about it. <laughs> they, they asked Biden about the tie between the U.S. and England. Yeah. Like, Mr. President, what's your response to the tie? And he's like, is the game still going? <laughs> like, no, it's over. There's a tie. What do, you, what do you think about the tie? And he's like, is the game still going on? <laughs> See, but nobody, he's correct in that nobody cares about soccer in America. And so as our president, yeah. he has to blow it off. On I mean, and that's the thing. National platform. It's like kind of going back to what we were saying earlier, like that uh, presidents are supposed to watch the World Cup whenever they're in office. I guess it's every term. Uh, they're supposed to do it. Bill Clinton had gave that speech at the World Cup in 1994, which honestly, I have a theory that this sparked the soccer craze of the 90s is us hosting the World Cup back then. But uh, Biden just doesn't even pretend to watch. And I may, and maybe that started with Trump. I'm trying to think if he watched I can imagine him trying to pretend like he watches soccer for yeah. some political <laughs> event. Right. I don't think he even watches like American football or anything like that. He does like comparing the, countries, though. You know, to the XFL. I guess he would like well, soccer. Well, he tried to do... It's, so, it's the World War of soccer. Yeah. That element of it is very cool. He tried to do um, do USFL, the New Jersey Generals, uh, were a Trump-owned team, and he like kept wanting to move it to the fall to compete with the NFL, and they were like, let's not do that because... <laughs> the NFL is actually very popular, Mr. Bruce. Yeah. Uh, and it, he kind of is single-handedly almost responsible for tanking the USFL. To this day, they blame him. He's God done damn. so many great things in I his life. It's fucking rules, man. Oh, my God. He's coming back, too. God bless him. God bless him. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. Well, what else do we got going on? Yeah, wow. What the fuck were we going to talk about? We, well, had, we, were we had one porn. more. We were discussing pornography. Earlier. I was. I had, had a take. Segue. Before wait, we wait. got off of pornography, I, I reading anti-Oedipus, you know? What's anti-Oedipus? Oh, it's, well... More like the... Fucks his um, dad and kills his mom? It's the anti that. Fucks his son and kills his daughter? No, it's Deleuze and Guattari, and they're talking about... What's the opposite of killing your father? <laughs> Fucking like, your father and killing your mom? That's what I said. We're like Debussy and Guitar Hero. Yes. Debussy that's really good. Guitar Hero. <laughs> that um, is a well-rested thought. You know what? I'm trying to like read. You know when you have a bit and it's like in the air, and then you lose the part of the conversation to get it in. And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. I'll do it later, and yeah. I don't remember what it was. Well, the thing with porn is, um, it's a lot like Oedipus in a way. Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> uh, I hope uh, if we went back to step sibling. <laughs> well, this. Well, that's what Oedipus. That's what Oedipus is all about, man. <laughs> He's trying to fuck his family. The the first taboo. The ultimate taboo. Imagine if Oedipus had a stepsister. So much of your your desire production flows through you, but it's 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 eaten up by the Oedipus complex. This is what the book's about. 
Now, I will say this. There's a lot of stepmother porn. That makes a lot more sense to me psychologically because you are cucking your own dad, which isn't Oedipal. That makes sense mm. to yeah. you? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I understand the, like, kink of it is, like... if Cucking uh, your own dad. Yeah, cucking your own dad, which is very powerful. I mean, you do have to assume you have a hot step... I don't know how many people, like, see their stepmom and are like, oh, my God, she's so hot. It's unbelievable the things my father has achieved. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is like that's straight up. That's a family ruiner, right? Where yeah. step step siblings, it's like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, well, you know? I guess like don't, but uh, uh, not the end of the world. Whereas if you cucked your own dad, it would be like, I guess I'm gonna kill you. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but speaking of dads and porn, uh, the Aaron Franklin Brink, yes, is the father of. The Colorado Springs shooter. Yes. Very tragic situation. Oh, yeah. Um, but this has been making the rounds. He was interviewed and uh, about the shooting. Right. This is a, a man times, who shot up a, uh, a a drag night or some venue that was supposed to host drag events. It's like a uh, queer club in Colorado that had a daytime drag event that was all ages so right. it was not uh sexual in nature it was i don't know exactly if it was a drag story time show but it sounded like it was like that type of thing because people were like there with their families and shit it's a culture war murder spree and it's a clearly tied into this like political uh dissolution we're facing on a national level and i mean not to spend too much time thinking about the shooter but it the spinoff of finding out what his dad is like and then giving this man oh any God. media attention has been a disaster. <laughs> so they interviewed him about the shooting and his reaction was, first of all, he talks like he's had serious brain trauma. Yeah. Like weird, I, in a way where it's like, yeah, I don't even really want to make fun of it on a video. Cause it's like, I don't know if this is okay. Okay. Right. To make fun of. I mean, it's like yeah. he, I mean, I guess we didn't get the sound from this one, but it, he reminded me a lot of that video, Mel Gibson on Fox where he just is making really strange kind of faces and mannerisms. Yeah. And his uh, agent or whatever, like, calls, cuts the interview. But it's like, this guy doesn't have any handlers. No, or, but he is, like, a media person because he was a porn star and UFC fighter. And when they interview him about his son committing a mass murder, he's just like, ah, I don't think killing people's good, but uh, being gay, is, uh, we don't be gay or whatever. Yeah, and this is, like, was, on the news. He's relieved. Like, oh. He said he was relieved that his son is not gay. Was yeah. Not gay. That, like, that's what he was worried about at first. And this is a guy who has been in My Milf Boss 8. <laughs> that I was want. him? <laughs> He uh, get this. He played the milf. No, uh, he was also in. I want to get titty fucked in Latina Slut Academy. The whole academy. Wow. And he's saying, you know, Mormons don't do gay. We don't do gay. There's no, no. More, there's no gays in the Mormon Church. We don't do gay. Now, if we were talking about a slut academy, that's something we can have a conversation about. Well, it's school for you to learn to be a slut, right? And yeah. it's for it doesn't come organically to people. Marginalized. Uh, <laughs> By POC. <laughs> um, studied it in France. So no. the, the fact that this guy has horrible uh, opinions is obviously not a surprise considering, you know, what his son did. But uh, going further into his past, his actual media career is fascinating. He, did he combine the MMA and the porn into a... 
Is that what I'm, am I getting this right? So I, I, I sent, I put the video in the chat. Um, he was selling uh, uh, <laughs> chemical products, kind of like Joe Rogan Alpha Brain kind of stuff. Yeah. But in like the 90s, so there wasn't like a clear vehicle of how to do that. And it's just him and a buddy where he will take the drugs and then get kicked repeatedly in the nuts on camera. <laughs> to prove that the drugs work really well? Yeah, and he's like really selling it as he does it. Man, that would be awesome if when you went to the hospital, the doctor was like, now if you have any skepticism about the uh, anesthetic we're going to use, allow me to demonstrate. <laughs> Look at that. I didn't even flinch. Yeah, first he hits you on the knee with the hammer. And he's like, do you feel that? Okay, good. Now I'm going to rail you in the nuts. <laughs> like no, you're, five you're, times? Slams himself in the nuts <laughs> so that you feel more at ease. Oh, you know it's good. Uh, knowing that... The gas, he's like a dentist. Yeah. Gonna, the gas works really well. <laughs> All right. So, Andrews, do you think this guy is going to be this guy, like the next Milo or something? I think, yeah. He's like, going to take it for a ride? Yeah. I, I don't know if he would make it on like Fox News or anything like that well, he mainstream, can't but. Talk. So, that's a downside. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It hasn't stopped other people, though. I think he, I think he could. There's I mean, the analog one. really is Kyle Rittenhouse, isn't it? Yeah. This is like. Uh, one degree of separation, Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay, so he I mean, doesn't yeah. get hit in the balls until nearly the end of this video, so I'm going to jump ahead here. But this video is entitled, Ouch, My Balls. Aaron <laughs> Brink in a business suit promotes L-Arginine. The pseudonym, uh, by the way, is... He just, he, just, <laughs> he just opened a fucking pill bottle and just took a handful of them. <laughs> like they're fucking M&Ms or something. Oh, he's going to need those in a second. <laughs> He just washed him down with a fucking. It's not water. a quick advertisement. <laughs> He's wearing it. <a laughs> oh, there he goes. He's wearing a suit. <laughs> now, just like going the... by sound, you can really it's hear worse. some Felt? sack getting pelted. Yeah, this is worse than the throat thing. Whew, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, that's how you know the product works, folks. Well, he was kind of jumping. He was jumping in the air when the guy's He's a performer. foot would. He was doing like a pro wrestling trick. Yeah. He, I mean, it can't help that much, though. <laughs> when the guy's foot connected with his nutsack, he hopped a little bit, and he's wearing a suit, so it was very funny looking because the whole thing went up with him. I mean, when's the last time you've seen a guy in a full suit get just. Wailed in the nuts like that, man. You Not never in your life. You haven't seen my porn history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the Met Gala of your life. His name, by the way, speaking of uh, Joe Biden, his pseudonym is Dick Delaware. Oh yes, <laughs> all the names to choose. Oh, Dick Delaware is Aaron Brinks. Yeah, uh, porn name. Yeah. What? Oh but my God! Is he from Delaware? He's a Mormon. I thought he was. Well, he digs you down to Delaware, I think, is the idea. Your porn name doesn't have to be based in truth. It's not like that little riddle. Your porn name must be based in truth. (laughs) It's the street you grew up on plus the thing you're having sex with. But, I mean, why would you, even if, like, you're not from Delaware, who the fuck picks Delaware? (laughs) It's, it's, um, it it, it just sounds, it rolls off the tongue. It's a boring ass state. It rolls off the tongue with dick. <laughs> Home of the uh, Joe Biden Welcome Center, which I'm sure has had some. Could you imagine, though, stuff. like you're just like a regular Fox News viewer and they have like Dick Delaware as a regular talking <laughs> head now. And then every time he's on screen, it has to like have a <laughs> little blurb at the bottom of like murderer's father. Yeah, 
I mean, to be clear, I think it's going to be like, you know, Nick Fuentes and people like that are going to prop him up and stuff. Yeah. You know, because it... There's Which means he'll definitely, have a YouTube run. Yeah. Because there's definitely going to be eyeballs on that. I think that's where we would draw our ethical line is not having Dick Delaware on the show. <laughs> Other than that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you have a natural talent like Dick Delaware, sometimes you got to make exceptions. The, like, on a more serious note, there's no way to transition into a, a point after we did 39 minutes of dumbass jokes. But, like... Thank you. Thank you for setting me up there, (laughs) Attack. Um, So, like, what's really interesting about, or what's really depressing, rather, about this, like, mass shooting is that uh, a lot of people have been talking about how, like, this is the first time that the immediate aftermath of the mass shooting isn't the right wing trying to, like, dissociate from it or say it wasn't them or any of the usual workarounds or make it about like guns or whatever. Um, there's like just mask off outright. I agree with the shooter stuff going on and victim blaming. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's very much like that moment on um, what's it called? The boys that last season where oh, Homelander yeah. just kills someone. And he's like, Oh, you can just do it in public now. Right. Like something really has shifted and it's been, let's see who cancels who. We'll see who cancels who. Uh, Billy the Butcher. (laughs) Um, But, like, obviously that's, like, really alarming because a lot of the, like, quote-unquote groomer rhetoric, that stuff that's been stewing around, is turning into something that's approaching, like, fascistic-ish genocide type language it's really scary uh yeah the the concept of the spontaneous mass shootings this country has been having for the last 10 years being adapted into a political process is very very frightening we had such a long time period of these things popping off like every other day and then just like the entire country culturally is just like i don't know what that's about and like it's got to end somewhere. Like they, this isn't just going to keep nebulously happening forever. Yeah. I guess what I'm getting at though, is that like, there's like this, uh, it's very alarming. Like it really scares me how like queer people are becoming the scapegoat population for all of the right wings anxieties about shit. Cause that's yeah. just what happened last time this shit happened you know is you just took this group of people and said they're you know a threat to our children and stuff like that that's like a a way of really galvanizing people into feeling justified in ending people's lives and shit but what's been really interesting on the other side of it is that um there's a point that i used to only see like you know really queer people make that is now becoming understood which is that so the argument that this guy made about uh, going and shooting up a, a like a queer bar, or the argument that people you know on that side of things make, and that people who have like supported this sort of thing make, is that they're indoctrinating children, and they're like, like you know, I guess the, what they think is like if you're a kid and you see a drag queen, you're gonna turn gay, which is insane. 
and werewolf rules. Yeah, and if like you're bit by a drag queen. The, well, ma- yeah, the main person, not to get stuck on this guy, but the main person I've seen judging this up is Tim Pool again. Right, he's like on the front lines of this. Like, is I, at, the shit he said the other day? I think that if you were ever on defense about a person like that, you should look at that and go, "This is like off the deep end." To see someone like, say something right after a mass murder and be like, "If you look at their event schedule, <laughs> it's unforgivable." But so. There is a really good point here, and I don't know if this is enough to really change anyone's mind about it, but, you know, people have talked about this for a long time. I'm like, oh, is there anything to this argument that, you know, maybe kids shouldn't be around uh, this, like, highly sexualized, like, whatever the fuck, um, stimuli or whatever the fuck. So... Like you shouldn't take your kids to a drag show because that's adult in nature or whatever. Or um, this would happen a lot when people would talk about like the pride parades and whether you should have like leather daddies and shit walking around. They're like, oh no, I want to bring my kids to it, and that's you know that's for eighteen plus. Like, that, yeah. fuck you, I should be able to bring my kids to this or whatever. And uh, so I I saw like a reductress article the other day that put it really well, and I hadn't seen anyone in mainstream society like that explain this but this is this is how you understand that the the article was um like someone making that point and it was the same person asking a seven-year-old girl like do you have a boyfriend because you do this already with like Uh, heterosexual shit all the time so something that i was thinking about the other day was um pro wrestling and how everyone like every child at my school would run around and go suck it at each other because (laughs) of pro wrestling because pro wrestling is heterosexual drag it's the same thing it's gender performed to the nth degree or whatever but when it's straight like literally no one cares there isn't like a fascist outrage at like oh are they sexualizing our children people literally take their kids to go see stone cold steve austin yell about his dick like yeah. at their children so that's that's a the, the double standard it doesn't make any sense if you reduce the equation here the thing that people are outraged about is just homosexuality and queerness it's not the idea of exposing children to shit that's too raunchy or yeah. it's not that it's sexual performance it's that it is counter narrative sexual performance to the straight uh, 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 mythology you're trying to sh- shove onto kids. Yeah, and it's also operating on this huge assumption that like that's what shapes someone's sexuality is just stuff they see, which is like, you know, all there's all sorts of shit going on there. That's probably not like that's. I don't think that's how that works. You know, right? I mean, wrestling's a really good example because the number one move that I've seen for wrestling storylines is like a bad wrestler will steal the good one's girlfriend or something. <laughs> <laughs> Or just to uh, publicly shame somebody's masculinity, and then there's a fight because you have to come up with some bullshit reason. There's a fight about it. I'm not the wrestling expert. Do not message me your wrestling thoughts. I don't care. Yeah, no, we don't. This is not a wrestling nerd podcast. I refuse to hear any more wrestling names. I'm I'm done. None I'm of done. us are that type of comedian. Maybe Anders. I don't know. Uh, I was I was actually not allowed to watch. <laughs> wrestling as a kid but Anders I will have you watching none of that performative (laughs) heterosexual drag (laughs) I'm raising you to be on an autistic gay (laughs) get in the car we're going to the gay bar (laughs) it's drag story time Well, that's what it is like. <laughs> and then the, the, the people run drag story time are like, you got to get this kid out of here. He will not <laughs> stop flapping. He keeps asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But as far as I know, Drag Queen Story Hour is just someone, a, a trans woman reading a book, right? It's, it's not, not like even a, it's not a trans or, woman. It's, it's a drag thing. Drag Queen oh, okay. is a different thing it's literally just like a gay man dressing I, in a costume I, if your point is that it is not sexual yeah. usually that's true right. and that's i mean the obvious defense but the the conservative programming against this is like well sometimes it is it's the same thing with the pride parade about like most of this parade is fine but there are leather daddies somewhere in there so that's sexual yeah well what's operating on like the sort of hegemony you know how like white people are white like in in talking about race in the way that it's been constructed by white people, a white person is normal and everyone yeah. else is different is like kind of the same like logic going on with uh, heterosexuality uh-huh. and then other sexuality is like, well, no, what do you mean? Uh, you know, a, a woman wearing a dress is normal. There's nothing provocative about that. That's what women wear. But like a, a drag queen is inherently counter to that so a, a drag a person in drag existing is just sexual in nature to these people right and the, no matter what they're doing be standing at the bank or whatever yeah because because you know? I, I was because i remember um and this is a long time ago but back when i would watch uh one thing i did watch was morning shows as a kid when we didn't have cable uh so my parents were at work i'd watch like you know the today show and shit and there was uh, that makes a lot of sense to me there was this uh, couple, this married couple on um, complaining about a field trip uh, that their kid went on. They were straight. And one of the chaperones was another kid's mom who was trans. And they were just that fact that you would have a trans woman chaperoning a field trip was like too upsetting. Their, their kid wasn't yeah. ready to see that. As if, I mean, and that's kind of the way they parse it is like, well, I think people should be uh, old enough to, you know, that that a trans person should only be like, I guess, themselves around people who are 18 plus, even if there's nothing sexual. What's so like frustrating about that, I think on like a personal level to me is that like, when you hear people talk like that, you go like, do you not remember what it was like to be a kid? Because like yeah. kids' minds are way more open to shit like that because they're new, so they don't. They're not, they're, 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 none of that is going to shock sensibilities that a, a blank slate has, right? right? You're projecting onto the kid your weird thing that is freaking you out or whatever. But like, I mean, I have like trans friends who like I have, uh, trans friends who have kids that said that they like transitioned, you know before their kids were a certain age uh-huh. because they looked into it and did a lot of research. And it's like, if you transition when your kid is like a baby, like they literally just are like, that's my mom. They don't they, care. But then later they're just like, I just, I, I have to throw out the stuff I learned. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I, it all, I mean, you ever watch like cartoons for kids? They're like the weirdest shit of all time. Like yeah. Kids brains are like insane. Right. And the, the projection that people are doing onto it where they're like, no, they're these fragile pe- things that are going to get like fucked up by, you know, seeing the wrong stimulus is just like, if it- you follow the plot of Dora, the Explorer, <laughs> I don't want to hear any of your confusion <laughs> with the actual world. She's talking to her backpack folks. Well, it's, it's frustrating. Cause like a lot of the things they talk about is like, you know, trauma, like they're saying like, Oh, this could traumatize a kid. And like people are often like, if you talk to people, throughout life everyone's got fucking trauma but it's usually like 
because their parents hit them or they like went to church, which are yeah. like conservative fucking things. That's what fucking messes up a kid's head and not seeing a drag queen or whatever. And like, there's also this weird logic to it where it's like, uh, you're making a lot of assumptions about what a kid is even going to see. That's like going to activate some weird thing in their head. Like I was kind of thinking about this with like acid. Like I always take acid and then like, you know, set a bunch of stuff out. Like I'm going to, uh, look at this really interesting book of illustrations I have or whatever, or like play with this like light thing that I bought on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then what do you end up doing? You end up like staring at the microwave or whatever for like an (laughs) hour. Cause that's the thing that activates something in your brain. Like the idea that like going to a drag show is, you know, going to spark off something in your kid's head that the human brain is weird. You know, like there's stuff that set off shit in my head that was not supposed to at all when I was a kid, man. Just weird parts of movies and shit. Like, you just have no control over this. You can't protect your stupid kid from their brain doing what it was already going to do. It's yeah. insane thing to be, be, like, outraged about. I'm trying to remember what were, like, the most formative identity things for me as a child, and I think it was mostly Power Ranger-based. I mm-hmm. think that I would adapt most things into a Power Ranger uh, frame of logic. R.I.P. to the Green Ranger, by the way. Oh, is he dead? He's a real yeah, one. I'm, yeah, I think he died. committed suicide or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. Damn. He maybe he didn't. I don't know. Uh, I just assumed that because he's pretty young. Anyway, uh, yeah, I had, would pretend that my markers were Power Rangers. Markers don't have arms. They don't have legs. They don't move. So the fact that you would have to put a whole Power Ranger universe onto these very stationary objects, it's a powerful psychological framework, isn't it? That is, isn't it? Isn't it? Were you attracted isn't to the Pink Ranger? I was... I would fucking come buckets for this. <laughs> she was also on Good Felicity. Lord. And she was also on Felicity where Ooh. they made her even more now tantalizing. <laughs> but the thing is, she didn't do any karate on Felicity. I used to do a whole. Uh, she uh, should have done. They ha- should have had her do, do karate on one of the Thanksgiving day. <laughs> yeah, just one episode. <laughs> yeah. She just like beats up a mugger or something. They're like, what was that? And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. Um, no, you meant on the parade, right? Yeah. On top of the with yeah, Jackie the Chan. Yeah. Oh, okay. That could also be good. The uh, episode where she fights Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> on top of the uh, peanuts float. Um, no, I used to fucking have a whole thing about this, but it's very weird the kind of programming you get as a child because it, in terms of preparing you for what the rest of your life is like, it's like, okay, well, I've seen um, hundreds of hours of programming where it's pretty much spelled out for me that I'm going to be fighting a lot of dudes. So I better <laughs> right. get ready to do that. You're All right. the time. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, that's actually illegal. If you do it, we'll throw you in a cell. And it's like, but that's all I want to do now. <laughs> that's why the, the argument that like media causes stuff is so silly. Because like if it did, wouldn't everyone be, be chaos? Everyone would be karate yeah. fighting all the time. Because that's all every movie is. It's just tons and tons of fighting and then shooting guns at each other. There's never a good time to fight, really. (laughs) It almost never happens in life. (laughs) It's really just like a a societal breakdown when it happens. I'm just like, (laughs) words mean nothing anymore. We're animals again. I'm going to slam your head into a wall. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that. Yeah, the media, I don't know, at least my exposure to it as a kid was like the with like queer people in like the late nineties, early two thousands was just that, I don't know if there's a, I mean, there were stereotypes definitely, but I feel like in media it was like, 
seen in the movies we'd see and stuff. It was just, it's funny. It's funny because they're gay. And that was kind of it. Yeah. You know? And it took a while. That was the level of like cultural acceptability is like, we can mention this as long as we bring it up and then stop talking about it. And it's only mentioned as like, it's it's friends famously has like a half of the show is punchlines about like, what if Chandler sucked your dick? (laughs) And then Chandler's like, Hey, my hands are up here. And then there's a big laugh. So it was funny. And now you're a clown. Maybe wow. it did shape you. Maybe it did shape you. You became a clown because you saw funny gay people on TV. You wanted to be funny like I wanted to be Will gay. and Grace. And I wanted to be laughed at. Well, you couldn't yeah. be gay, so you sublimated it yeah. Freudianly through being a clown, which in your mind is gay. Sure. All right. I think we've wrapped this yes, one up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you can't sleep. Oh yeah, you're you're an insane clown. You haven't slept in four days. <laughs> That's scary, man. Yeah, it's actually genuinely frightening to be around you right now. I'm fucking run out of terrifier the over here. I'm gonna shit my pants. I'm fucking scared of you all the time. Anderson here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's so, so scary. We gotta be done with this. What time is it? Yeah, it's like an hour. We're okay. good. Okay. <laughs> all right, everyone. We're gonna be putting Anders to sleep after this. We're we gonna. Is there any? Fuck, there's no fucking news. It's Thanksgiving. Everyone shut up. Eat your food. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, Don't look yeah. at each other. We have episodes on the Patreon.com. <clears throat> yeah, we've been doing smart episodes. We did an episode on the Red Army Faction this week. It was really good. And uh, then and now we did an episode on the Macy's Thanksgiving Gay Charade. Which is- <laughs> Covered it. Check it off the list. <laughs> um... Does anyone have plugs? Uh, yes. December 16th is the next exciting episode of Game Boys, the video game themed stand-up comedy show starring one Jake Flores. He's oh. on it this month, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's Friday, December 16th, 7 p.m. Please come. Buy tickets. We want to keep our good time slot on Friday at 7. Oh, that's my plug. I'm on that. And I'm also going on tour with Mishka Shubali in January. We're coming to Memphis to play Heels Surrection with our friend Heels on J6 and uh, other shows. Yeah, man. If you're in Nashville or Houston and you know of a show or a venue we can hop on, hit me up because I'm having trouble with those dates. Nashville. Who'd have thunk it? Andrew's anything for you. Uh, at Andersley here on Twitter, and I guess since we're all plugging shows, I mean, this one isn't for a while, but um, Tuesday, December 27th in <clears throat> Minneapolis, Minnesota, me and my pal Alex Colliard are going to be doing a White Elephant-themed show at the Bryant Lake Bowl. Really? Yeah, we're going to do the gift swap and all that. You're going to bring each other different jokes? Uh, we're going to do it with physical gifts, but maybe we should do it with jokes that no one wanted. I'm interested to see how that presents itself as a show. Yeah, I mean, the last one we did was before the pandemic, and it sold out. It was a lot of fun. We were going to do it every year, but then fucking COVID came along. Fuck. And, but we're going to make it a... Shit. <laughs> we, uh, we should be should be a ton of fun, so come... come. You got a while to get yeah, tickets. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> think about it for a few weeks. I just wanted to plug something. You know, you guys are plugging live shows, so... Yeah, all right. Feels good to plug something, man. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. It's finished. Hey, man. It's finished. I had Biden earlier, and I can't do him again. I don't, when I had something stuck in my throat, I was doing a really good Biden. 
Hey, man. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. You want to say something, turkey? It's finished.